going on a quest. Hey, how are you? Hello, Canada. You like the dunk tank? Hey, you rep, kiss my ass. We messed up. Things got out of hand. Drake's is in bad shape. Don't take my gold away. You, you wearing your rubber boots tonight? <laughs> I'm putting on my promo voice. We usually don't do promos here on the Rubber Boots Podcast, only tons of jingles and commercials. But this week, near the end of the podcast, it's the most controversial, outrageous, dangerous, dangerous Puffy's hypotheticals ever. It's the largest <laughs> hypothetical yet. Just ahead on the Rubber Boots Pod. Girthiest. Season three of the podcast. Got these Rubber Boots Podcast. We want to thank you for listening. We're sure you never thought we'd last. Oh, no. We're going to talk nothing, very little sports with your host, Jimmy, Jamie, your James. And now you know for sure that it's going to be a blast. It's going to be a blast. We have uh, sad news to report off the top of episode eight. Uh, Chester McLean, <laughs> otherwise known as uh, Sirius Lester, yes. has been fired from the podcast. It was a long time coming. Yeah, I mean, we've given him reprieves before, yeah. um, but this time... He's just pushed the boundaries too far. Yeah, I think he has. He, the content he produces is just too over the line. <laughs> <laughs> we felt it just wasn't appropriate for our audiences anymore. Uh, Lester's not with us today. Uh, we'll see if he gets rehired next week. Uh, had some business to attend to. We accepted that reluctantly. So yep. it's just me and Puff. We may have a special guest that drops by. I don't want to tease it in case he doesn't drop by yep. at some point. But we may have a special guest and Stoff is here. So it's just uh, old school. Old school. Th- just an old school threesome. Three men. Three men weave. <laughs> I'm sure this has been the dreams of many of our female listeners. Yes. Stoff, Puff, Jimmy. I want to do an early shout out to uh, one of our listeners, Andrew Chan, who uh, wrote in a couple of times last year to the Dear Serious Lester segment. Oh, nice. Another one of our segments that lasted. <laughs> <laughs> I got to admit, I had high hopes for that one, too. <laughs> it did. Um, and Andrew had good, uh, good questions, and he, he stopped me at the Hall of Fame. Oh, okay. It was the big Hall of Fame ceremony last night. Yep. Uh, we're taping on this on Tuesday, and we'll get into that in the week that was in just a few minutes. Lots of stories for you from the Hall of Fame. Um, but there's a big party after the after the big induction ceremony. Where's the, the party? Three-hour Gary Bettman speech. Was he? In the Hall of Fame. So it's the just par- right there. All the booze you can drink. Oh, that's fantastic. Food everywhere. And by the time I get in there, pretty people are pretty liquored because they've been waiting and watching the entire ceremony. Oh, so some people don't even go in the Great Hall? Right. So you have the... The actual ceremony is in a mall, right? <laughs> it's, it looks so formal, but it's in... It's out, outside the Hall of Fame in that mall, the Esplanade or whatever really? it's called. Really? That's where it takes place? <laughs> That's where it takes place. Oh, that is not where I had it in my dreams. <laughs> I know. They make it look beautiful. Yeah. And then at the... So, so the could only, anyone just walk mm, around? You could be at the back somewhere and probably hear it, but you probably couldn't see it. Or They don't be, close the mall. They close it off with security. Oh, uh, okay. And then so only the, the invited guests, your, you know, your Brian Burks, Tessa Benums of the world, yes. are in the crowd. There's maybe, I don't know, three 300 ticket holders. And then That's every, it, eh? Yeah, it's a tight audience. Maybe three, four hundred. I don't know. And then everybody else uh, is in the party in the Hall of Fame, watching it on TV. And then oh, that's where you'd rather be. And then you go in afterwards, and uh, everybody mingles together. But they're all hammered by the time we get there. Oh, for sure. Yeah, which makes it the most interesting part of the night. But so the, do they? Cl- is it like a wedding? Do they close the bar during the speeches? Or do they let the... Well, I've never been there. I guess, yeah. always I guess they state. probably don't if they're all liquored up. No, they're pretty liquored up. Oh, man. Um, Andrew awesome. Chan uh, yeah. was in there. Came, so, up, comes up, came up to me and said, hey, I just binge listened to all of season three. So he hadn't listened before, but yeah. he was enjoying season three. But nice. he misses the, uh, I think in, in general that Andrew and I decided that we have to have some sort of viewer male type segment. Okay. Where it, whether it's serious, dear serious Lester or not. Andrew misses it. Told me his fiance hates sports, loves the pod. Wow. And those are the... In fairness, it's not really a sporty <laughs> No, not really. Uh, we do touch on things. We have a Puckpedia segment. We do now. We're that, that talks in hockey. We're going to talk the Hockey Hall of Fame today. Uh, all sorts of things to get into, but uh, no podcast uh, begins any better way than with our boy Roddy. Brought to you by idrinkcoffee.com. In the morning, can't keep my eyes open because I got to have a, a cup of java. I got to have a... 
coffee.com. Episode 7 started with Duthy ordering a pizza for the crew. It got weird. Sexy large. Much like Puffy's penis. Did that sound inappropriate? No. It did, but luckily it was quickly forgotten when Lester proclaimed he's bigger than the Beatles. The Stones, U2, Drake, Lindsay Hamilton, you name it. No, I'm not threatened by anybody musically, really. <laughs> Which itself almost overshadowed the guest appearance Duthie and Puffy made on the hit TV show Border Security. And they think that an illegal act may have been committed. On- Is cocaine not legal yet? <laughs> I've done a lot of cocaine. Terrible. Terrible. We won't be hearing Puffy on the pod for five to seven seasons, pending early release for good behavior. But he did throw this hypothetical out at his sentencing. You're in a cab, and a video of you making love to your wife slash girlfriend ends up on YouTube. Despite the obvious pride and glory, I can't help to think of those who would suffer should such a tape of Roddy emerge. And trust me, there are a lot of them out there. Could Helen Mirren's ego handle seeing me with another woman? How would I explain this scandal to my precious daughter, 1999 Sarah Orleski? And what about the team of TMZ video editors working vigorously around the clock to pixelate little Roddy? With limited success, I might add. Just think of the overtime, the post-traumatic stress, the inevitable envy. My God, the carnage. Next time Roddy's in an Uber, he'll take a page at a Bobby Max book. Well, then I'm out of here. Ditto, wise insider. Ditto. Till next time, kids. <laughs> well, you know, the magic of that is right in the middle of the uh, Roddy recap on yes. tape this week. Yes. In walks Roddy. Rod, Rod Smith. Special guest star on episode eight. Uh, in to do his weekly invoicing for what? The plays of the week? Uh, yeah, uh, the plays of the week, but you mean there actually is a podcast? <laughs> like, I thought you. <laughs> I thought you were paying me to just read you dirty stories. I mean, I, <laughs> just, I that was just, the, just for the enjoyment of Puffy and I. <laughs> yeah, anyway. more, Rod. Puffy and I uh, and Stoff get in a room. We get naked, and, <laughs> naked, and we listen to Ronnie's hey, reads. Whatever. <laughs> I just send them an invoice. Whatever you do with them is up to you. That just reminded me of a story. We went to a, uh, uh, I might have told this on the pod before, but we were at a guy's stag in Montreal. Uh, you know, Montreal stags. Uh, I, love the way, I love the way you're starting yeah. the story. Right. <laughs> so this was many, many years ago. I don't know, 25 years ago or something like that. And there's about five of us. It's actually the night before the stag, walking around, around Montreal. And we weren't looking for a strip joint or anything. We were just looking for something to do. So we walk into this one place. And I guess it was a strip joint, but there was literally no one there. Okay. In fact, the two strippers, I guess, were like sleeping on chairs. And there was like a manager behind the bar. And we walked in, we're like, oh. And, he, and they, and they kind of got up and like started dancing right away. <laughs> and the, the manager comes over and he's like, hey, boys, what can I do for you? Yeah, come on in. And uh, we're like, what, what, is, what, is, what is this place? Is this like a strip joint or a bar? He goes, here's the deal. We got a room back there. I don't know what accent I'm doing, by the way. It's not like Emilio's younger brother. But I I don't know what it is. It was like French, Spanish, I don't know. A little Greek in there, I don't know what it is. Boys, you you go in the room, you pay 50 bucks, all right? Or maybe it was 20 bucks. 20 bucks each. uh, You get get two beers. You go in the room. uh, You can do whatever you want. You can take your clothes off, whatever. The girls come in, they dance, you can't touch, all right? And, you know, my idiot friends. (laughs) Gary goes, "Um, okay. Sounds good, but how, how's about this? We'll pay you the 20 bucks. Uh, we'll get the two beers each. We'll go in the room. We'll get naked, but we don't want the girls to come in. What? What are you talking about? We just want the accommodation. <laughs> we, we've never had this request before. Yeah. Uh, how are you, Roddy? Good, Jimmy. Welcome back to football. Get Thanks. rid of the, get rid of that hockey. Puff, always good to see you. Yeah. Thank you, you for uh, having me. You grinding it out right now? I've lost a lot of money in the Raiders, though, i got to tell you. So, anyway. Not as, mu- not as much as Puffy's lost in the last few weeks, Roddy. It's been a dark November. It's been a long, dry anyway, spell. But it is, seriously. Good to see you back on CFL. Looking forward to a great couple. It was you guys in your cushy, warm studio on yeah. the weekend. And me, uh, it, wasn't, you know, it wasn't cold. It was a nice day in Hamilton. But that wind yeah. was going from one end to the other. And... That is, it is freezing. The wind actually sort of died a bit during the game, but in yeah. the hour before the game, I thought it was going to be the deciding factor of the game. Yeah, I mean, the way it turned out, but I mean, just the, the Hamilton took off. Yeah, I mean, just terrible. like they had in the regular season. I was feeling more sorry for 2018 Sarah Orleski than I was for James oh. Duffy or Jock Climbing. So. <laughs> That's right. 2018 Sarah Orleski was freezing. Was there, freezing. It was almost like 
you, later on in the game, like, just couldn't see your lips moving as much. <laughs> it, it looks so cold. Has she ever gotten confused during a broadcast and thrown back to you, Daddy? <laughs> Not yet. You Not yet. Thanks, but Daddy. you know what? I'm ready for it. <laughs> you imagine how confused <laughs> listeners would be? Amazing. Hey, Big Daddy. Yeah. I'd My, just be waiting for the look from Matt Dunnigan. I wouldn't even be able to look at him because he'd be staring at me like, dude. What's that all about? My uh, my wife started calling me Big Daddy, and it really bothers my daughters. When? Like, just recently? Just, no, like, at home, gave, Big Daddy, it's time for dinner. And oh. my daughter's like, you can't do that! that Stop it! awesome. So, uh, you do this every week? You come in and invoice and read a couple intros and boom, you're out? For the plays of the week? Yes. Yeah, it's a bit of a cushy gig. That's a gig. I actually had another one. This is, this has been a good day because, uh, well, it's, it's a great day now. Right. But it, it started off, I did... Uh, there's just one sponsorship deal that I do, and I know you have a ton of them. So, but I did another one side hustle. I guess, yeah, I guess we're not. You know, this is free a free sponsorship. If I said Kelsey's stuff, can always you know beep it out. So, there's. Um, I know you guys had some. You guys had some fun earlier comparing the narrative for for yeah. Kelsey's to Rod Baby, yeah. right? And, fries. Oh, okay, <laughs> there you go. Very good stuff. Well, in this script, it talks about. Um, uh, like a great mushroom sirloin. And then the line after is, mm, only available till January 6th. So they said, and often you do it a few times, you know, you do these reads, and then they, they want a few wild reads just on certain lines. So they have the option to edit it in later on. Now, uh, so a wild read is just the line just itself? Just the line itself. Okay. So this line that they wanted a few versions of was, mm. <laughs> So, and I, how many do you want? Just, just give us a bunch. Just go crazy. Give us a bunch, a lot of different things, and then we'll pick one. So, <clears throat> mm, I'm just thinking, and I kept, I, you know, after three, I was like, you're going to stop me now, right? No, no, you know. So, this is going on and on. It felt like forever. It felt like a minute of just going, mm, mm. Thought, Damn, what happens? Good. What happens if someone walks in the studio? Like, what the hell's going on in there? What's he doing in there? You know we'll be using that on recaps oh. forever to come. Now, when, they, when somebody pays us for our voice like that, mm-hmm. do they own that voice forever? Like, could they then sell that mm, to a porn, ch- a oh, porn commercial? Um, <laughs> and put, it, Roddy, put, it, put it this way. That is not a clause in a contract that I read. <laughs> Roddy so. would appear in Germany somewhere, uh, some mm. porn ad. Mm. Mm. <laughs> I would trust this is a... This is a very fine company that I I, I could listen to so. you do Kelsey's like that's for Thank me you. that would be foreplay. <laughs> oh, I don't think that's Big their Daddy. intent, but thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Big Daddy, could you put on the Roddy commercial one more time? It really gets you going. <laughs> uh, we don't want to keep you. Do you got to go do your uh, your stuff now? Oh, no, it's it's done. So, yeah. I can, oh, you're already done? I well, can hang out for a okay, little we'll while. Stay out for a couple again. minutes and then... Sure. Uh, and then, and then. I, I actually have a CFL conference call that those of us working the games are supposed to take part in. <laughs> what time is should, that? Should I, I tell them you're going to be a, late on, a little <laughs> what, late on the call? Is that on? What day, that's today? It's at the top of the hour. <laughs> today oh two o'clock so you may not i'll, I'll tell Should we just I'll, broadcast it into the podcast <laughs> I'll, I'll tell our boss paul graham that you might be a little late to that oh yeah I'm, uh, since I, you're going to calgary right i am and you're going to you're going, going to, to ottawa capital yeah i'm a little jealous you know you and i i'm both just upset like you're not going to be there yeah. i know because mm-hmm. last year we were together not yeah right? uh t- two years ago two years well no uh, last year for gray cup and two years ago for eastern right. Final. but it is it is smarter that we have presence mm-hmm. i think in in both cities so i'm looking forward to going out to calgary and then we'll hook up in edmonton next week. That'll be good. I mean, I don't know if we'll hook up per se, as well, the modern kids say. I think say. they probably will. Things happen, though. You coming, too? Yeah, I'm coming. I'm okay. on Wednesday. We uh, have a couple of nights. Roddy, uh, that's when Roddy becomes... I think the character... Roddy <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> is based on a couple of Grey Cup nights. No, well, uh, maybe ma- maybe some of the Grey Cup festivities, like <laughs> like the pubs. And, Will you, you know. go right from Ottawa to Edmonton? Yes, flying oh. out uh, bright and early Monday morning. Wow, so. Not the woman, like the ru- the womanizing part no. of the Roddy character never happens. No, no. but the actual drinking party oh, part of the Roddy character, uh, the gregarious. Yeah. Some of that it's just considered research, especially Grey Cup week. <laughs> Dutch and I used to host Grey Cup Saturday. Oh, right. And we used to have to get up really early to do that. And the highest praise we got from friends is we were out researching Grey Cup festivities (laughs) rather late. And these guys are still rolling out of bed and feeling terrible. And they turn on their TVs, and Dutch and I have been on for an hour. So I thought that was a big compliment I got one time. Like, we couldn't believe you guys. Anyway, so. That's being a professional. Yeah. Was it, what was the game we did uh, together? Was it last year or two years ago in Ottawa where, where, uh, we got 
to town together around yeah. noon, and I said, Arati, I'm going to go to have a nap and go to yeah. the gym. And you said, oh, I'm eating my buddies at the pub at noon. Yeah, can I bring them for dinner? <laughs> and then Randor- I met up with Randorf, and we met with you at like 8.30 p.m., and you <laughs> yeah. were still at the pub. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and we left the pub together at about 2 a.m., a different pub. Yeah. That is a shift. He is a yeah, it's, I, it, it was a 12-hour shift. <laughs> Those are the best. <laughs> but, we didn't, but in fairness, now, the game wasn't the next day. We no, did have another day, no, but still. And, and it was, was an opportunity. Yeah, it the was, night before, we never yeah, do, no. except that night at the Stanley Cup final. <laughs> Awful. Uh, that was 2011. Yeah, 2011. Yeah, okay. That was a, that was a horrible night. But uh, usually, I would only do that two nights before. And even Grey Cup, I'll even hesitate to go yeah. on Friday. Well, we like to enjoy sample the partying earlier Early in the week. In the week. Right. But once we get to, usually it's the Thursday rule. Maybe Friday, Thursday around there. But then you start then you start shutting it down. Were you yeah, with? you guys are usually shut down. By oh Sunday yeah, by the morning. weekend we're definitely by Sunday morning. By Sunday morning, <laughs> you guys right. are ready to bro. <laughs> Were you with us early in the week last year in the nation's capital when we walked home from the market to our hotel and, and we, you had guys, the, we had the football and we were? Oh, no, I, I missed I, that. I, that. I was out that night, but I. You left two guys earlier. were together, weren't you? Yeah, but okay. you were with Rydal or Bump. Oh, okay, yeah. you were Bump on Spark Street. We were yeah. doing like a punt, pass, and kick. We were knocking them into buildings. And yeah, such. I jumped oh, in a car. Yeah, it was. Yo, you got home. in a cab. You yeah. thought we were idiots, you softy. Because yeah. it was mm. freezing out. <laughs> And so, is this the once you get done Grey Cup, you go back to be in six o'clock uh, Sports Center, Roddy? I guess so. I usually wait and find out what my assignment is. Maybe <laughs> I could just tag along with you guys. You need to get on like the curling maybe, game or something. Maybe, maybe I could just be assigned to the Rubber Boots podcast for the rest of the way, <laughs> full time. Well, you're taking an interns now. Maybe you can have a full time guy. Full-time, just, yeah. I'll just I'll, I'll make coffee for you guys. We need it. I yeah. tell you what, I'm going to uh, let's uh, let's change the order of the um, segments. Okay. So maybe we can get Roddy to participate, because the week that was, he doesn't want to hear all my... Although, we could talk about Ric Flair. Yeah, let's do the week that was. Why not? Let's discuss the week that was with James Dunning and the Rebel Boots Podcast Crew. The week that was is uh, brought to you by our friends at Untuck It. We'll get the Untuck It theme and uh, tell you about Untuck It in just a few minutes' time. Um, let's start with the football because uh, we talked about it a little bit off the top there, Roddy. But, you know, I was never a big wrestling guy. All right? Me neither. I, I really, I was when I was really, I really young. Wrestling. <laughs> but I never, and I went to a couple of events with Hulk Hogan and stuff, but I, I was never a real wrestling guy. Uh, Louis Arriba Martinez was my guy. I used to watch wrestling on, I think it was like, uh, the Montreal, what's the Montreal CTV station? CF, 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 CF. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Louis Arriba Martinez. That was when I was seven years old. So yeah. it was probably the seventies or something like that. Um, but I, you realize the power of wrestling. I, Ric Flair shows up at the Thai Cats game. Why? Why was he there? Like who brought well, him? Well, Angelo Mosco is a Thai Cat legend. Yeah, and he used to wrestle. I believe they're yeah, friends, right? Was yeah. that the? Yeah, they're good buddies. Yeah, but and he just inv- he invited. Well, them up? no, I mean, I he's probably getting that ching for it. Yeah, I mean, Jay and Dan did a bit about like. Uh, Call RickFlair.com or something. <laughs> yeah. But I don't even think it's comedy. It's actually true. That's what he does now is I'm going to put the price tag, whatever. Let's say it's 10K. Yeah. And Ric Flair comes to your town and he yells, woo, for what a, like, that would be like Roddy should get paid to come and say, mmm. <laughs> Someday. Imagine that. Crowd just like, see if I'm going, mmm. not have the same impact as Ric Flair, but thank you, though. But imagine if that's your job for just to drive, you, they fly in, all expenses paid, and you, and you basically go, woo! Yeah. yeah. So, so one of your kids' teams, if you were willing to fork over the money, and you get Ric Flair to go, <laughs> and all the kids would be looking like, like what, who the who, hell who's who's this, old, is this old guy? Woo! So, Couple of notes on Ric Flair. Uh, he, he looked about 110. Yeah, he's but by all accounts, he's had a very difficult life. The 30 for 30 on him is apparently amazing, which I have to watch. Right. Like he almost died. Used to drink like 12 beer a day. 12 uh, beer a day. I think you wow. could probably add a zero to that. Yeah. You ever see the one on Andre the Giant on HBO? Yeah, I did. It was good. He drank. Yeah, the he beers drank, in his hand looks well. So amazing. I was going to say Sports Illustrated did a thing, yeah. and, and and you know I, you can't see it on the pod, but like uh, in his hand. A, a regular can, I think a Canadian or something, yeah. was just going from, it didn't even go from the top of the bottom to no. the palm. It's like the size of a thumb. Yeah, you just, yeah. You could just squeeze it and crush <laughs> all the awesome. beer out of it. They would say he would drink at a sitting 30 beer, yeah. four bottles of wine, yeah. and then, you know, a, whatever, a full bottle of scotch or something, and it wouldn't even even rattle him. And this was a nightly occurrence wow. for the guys. Unbelievable. So, so anyway, uh, Ric Flair's had a tough life, but. Uh, <laughs> He sits down. Let's just play uh, just a segment of the interview. 
can you teach me how to woo? Does it come from the diaphragm? How do how do I perfect the woo? You know, I just you gotta feel it. It just do one for me. Woo! Woo! You know, you know what would be better? Uh, Rod Smith. I throw back to him all the time. You, it would be. Is it Rod Rod Smith from Notre Dame? And yeah, he was a quarterback in Notre Dame. No, no, (laughs) it's a different Rod Smith. Okay, I want to play for the Broncos. He's also our host. So give me a back to you, Rod, and then a big woo at the end. Back to you, Rod. Woo! That might have been the uh, the dumbest ninety seconds of television I've done, and yet. The amount of messages you get from people, uh, whether it's on social media or text, oh yeah, saying that was the greatest moment of, <laughs> yeah. of your career. Yeah, even, even I got I got a few on Twitter on that. That that must be that must be the best thing that's happened. <laughs> it's to you. the yeah. best thing that's ever happened in your life. Yeah. Which I don't know what that says about our lives and careers, Roddy. But uh, well, Ric Flair is a big, big deal. Yeah. yeah, he is. I just love how he said, "Is that the Rod Smith from Notre Dame?" <laughs> yeah, the, yeah And I'm just, I'm just like, no, no, it's the one who played for the Broncos. Like, yeah, has no clue. Well, then you got Dallas Cowboys. Then you got I think a coach at Illinois. I mean, there are a few Rod Smith. Do you know the football. one he's talking about from no. Notre Dame? Yeah, no, no. I, I, I have no idea. But I was willing to go along with the story. I wasn't going to refute it. Yeah, of course. That's me. Yeah, I yeah. should have just let him. Yeah, that's the one. That's, that's right. the one yeah. that went to Notre Dame. I'll say, I'll make sure he says hi. How about a shout out for the Irish here? Give us a woo. <laughs> so uh, anyway, Ric Flair was, I think, all anybody remembered from uh, CFL <laughs> Eastern and Western final weekend. But we got some pretty good matchups. I think it's about as wide open as it's been. Of course, I thought the Lions Ticats game was a pick 'em game, but don't yeah. you think both these games this weekend are kind of pick 'em games? I think they are. I mean, and Dave Dickinson, the head coach of Calgary, a team that's clearly been the best in the regular season and then not won the Grey Cup this year is not clearly the best in the regular season, even though they got first place. And some of this is just coach speak, you know, when you say, I think maybe we should be the underdogs. I mean, right. you know, every coach will use that if they can, and Calgary usually isn't able to use it. And now, I don't know about underdog, but I mean, they met, uh, Winnipeg played in Calgary a couple of weeks ago, and Bombers won, and, and Stampeders needed that win, too, yeah. as they were trying to wrap up first place. And the other one, even though Ottawa was beaten Hamilton three times, it's just a different deal. We've You see that in more than football. You see it in hockey, too. One, can, one team can dominate, the other one can come in and any given Sunday, right? I actually think... I always play this when I do the occasional bet or give puffy advice. I always, I always do like I think that's actually a worse thing for Ottawa that they went three and zero against. Them. Yeah, it's got to win four. Yeah. It's, it's just tough to beat any It's tough, yeah, especially yeah. when you're fairly even teams. Well, I mean, we do we do a segment called uh, Huddle Up for Sports Center right. afterwards, and that was one of the questions: Is this actually is this necessarily a good thing? I mean, Milt was willing to argue. The other guys, I think Hank and Matt said, uh, no, it's still a good thing, good for their confidence. Milt, I agree with Milt, and just what you said, I don't, I don't think it is necessarily a good thing. Um, you know, coming into Ottawa for that one. The other question, by the way, asked is: Is Winnipeg getting Calgary at the right time? Like, is when it, does that question make any sense? The whole right time thing? Yeah, maybe not. Mean? Be honest with me. In if I said to you, "Is Winnipeg?" See, I'm, I'm needing to explain it. So obviously, it's not a very good question. It, the, is Winnipeg getting Calgary at the right time? My, in, my inference is the Stampeders, even though they won in BC at the end of the season, I don't know if they're necessarily back from their struggles. And Winnipeg is peaking. Yeah, uh, so I, it, I, I think that's a fair comment. Well, I, the, the guys, Matt, Matt, and Henry agreed. Yeah, they all agreed. Milt too. Yeah, sure. Ask us that. As soon as they asked the question, you're an idiot, Ron. No, this is bad. <laughs> Picture Matt going. Well. I don't really understand the question, but if you're talking, and I thought, how can you how can you agree? We we met on this before. You agreed to the question, and then you shoot it down when we're recording. That yeah, is so, awesome. So we left it. That, that's like the uh, the evil quiz master. You know, he does all the pre interviews for me for the Hall of Fame, which we're going to get into in a couple of seconds. And so he he actually takes the Hall of Famers. He goes to a, a lot of lot of effort for this, mm-hmm. and he phones them and and does little pre interviews with them, so he gets good questions. And so. Uh, one of my questions to Marty St. Louis is, what's your favorite assist? And he's got this role in from this great assist from Marty St. Louis. He goes, yeah, I went over it with Marty. Uh, so, so, all right, Marty, uh, your favorite assist. Uh, I don't know. I really can't, I really can't pick any of those. <laughs> That's worth showing the assist. Well, this is our favorite. Yeah. <laughs> and, what, and, and what the quiz master meant was, well, I didn't actually talk to him about it, but, I, but I've heard him talk about it before, and I'm sure he would have done that. So, uh, Listen, buddy, I don't want to keep you long because oh, I know it's your, it's your half a day off, but uh, yeah. thanks for dropping by. You always make the pod uh, spectacular. As a matter of fact, you make it yummy. Mm, I drink coffee.com. <laughs> They'll be paying. That'll be an invoice you'll be getting oh, uh, at some point. Uh, yeah, just ro- what Rod Baby wanted to say was uh, that, you know, he praises idrinkcoffee.com for hitching their wagon to the best part of this thing. So, anyway. <laughs> That's right. 
We'll get you a shirt from <laughs> our Untuck It, our new sponsor as well. Oh yeah, by right. the way, I, I like I, I I love the name, right. and I'd love to see. I, I I don't know if they have a shirt. It's big enough for me. Well, right. fifty sizes. But, but I'm a natural. Like for the untucked shirt, right? And I'm, you know, you you were talking about the dress shirts. Like right. uh, five minutes after I got a dress shirt on, it's usually untucked. Uh, don't know if you noticed, I'm a bit of a husky fella. <laughs> but uh, that, those shirts, those shirts are untucked very quickly. Give, give them a, in your in your in your full Roddy voiceover voice. I'm Rod Smith, and I untuck it. <clears throat> I'm Rod Smith, and I untuck it. That probably cost me two grand. <laughs> See you, buddy. <laughs> okay, see ya. <laughs> yeah. There's uh, there's Rod Baby. Rod Baby. Making a, uh, Heading uh, off for the big conference call now. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Just say that. Say I'm on, but I'm on mute because I'm at a, uh, a loud event. <laughs> uh, I got to... They think they mock me for not being on those conference mm, calls? I think they might think you're a bit of a part-timer. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, what else were we going to talk about? Oh, the Hall of Fame. Yes. So the, uh, the Hall of Fame uh, was... <coughs> Well, for, let's start with the Hall of Fame game on Friday night. Yeah. Um, first of all, a couple of interesting things happened there. Um, uh, there was a uh, one of our one of our viewers who is also a TSN employee, and um, her name is Karen Sermon, and she does the morning show I go on with uh, David Pratt in on in oh, Vancouver. In BC. Yeah, and she's uh, listened to the podcast. They always play the Rubber Boots theme when I come on. Oh, nice. The show. I think mostly thanks to uh, Karen and her uh, producer. Um, so uh, she came up uh, just to say hi to us. She was in covering the, the Lions game. And the only question she had for me is, is Puffy here? Where is Puffy? And she was, I, she was extremely excited to meet Very Puffy. Very exciting to Couldn't care less about me or anybody else. But to she see really, me in the flesh. Yeah, I think you're a bigger star out there than you probably even there's, know. there's uh, tens of people. Yeah. Out in the, gray, I think Grey Cup be, week, this could be your week where it really explodes. In, in blow. I think we're huge in Edmonton. Uh, yeah. Dave, we go on the Dave Jameson show. He always talks about the Rubber Poots podcast there. So everybody's going to be excited to meet Puffy. Maybe what we'll do is we'll announce on Twitter a time that Puffy will be at a certain bar a in certain Edmonton. Bar. And we'll do, see do, a, meeting, do a meet and greet. Sorry, stuff. <laughs> A meet and greet. Let's yeah. do it. A meet and greet. We'll get a table set up. <laughs> you can sign be, a bunch of your books. That would, you could, be, that would be amazing. <laughs> Have a table and just stand, sitting there, nobody's approaching. <laughs> that would be the best ever. You're just videotaping it the whole time. Uh, the other great moment from the Hall of Fame game on Friday night was near the end of the game, where we our perch above uh, is high in the arena. It's not a really good spot. Yeah. At, what Scotiabank Arena or whatever the hell it's called right now. It's right at the top near the press box. I don't mind that. It's a pretty good angle for seeing plays. Yeah. So I, I like in Ottawa is much better. Where Ottawa we're. is better. Yeah. So uh, I'm basically leaning over the edge of the thing near the end of the game, and uh, I don't think anybody else from the panel was really there at that point. And some drunk guy. <laughs> <laughs> is leaving the game. <laughs> and he goes, Hey, f- you, Drager. <laughs> and then he has to say it again. F- you, Drager. <laughs> I, I found that incredibly amusing. Because I Did most- you just give him a little wave? <laughs> I said, thank you very much. Now, do you think he really hated me? And no, he hates Dragger. Hates Dragger and thought it was me, or hates me but didn't couldn't get the name straight because he'd had a few too many cocktails. I think that that's what always amazes me when people have such a strong opinion about one of you guys, right? And they get the name wrong. I'm <laughs> like, how, and I love you, Dutchie, and I'm like, how you, how do you not know that? I've watched you forever, Sabolski. <laughs> You're amazing. And it's like you have such passion for this person, <laughs> but you don't know their name. So uh, that was uh, Friday night. Last night was the big Hall of Fame ceremony, which is always one of my favorite nights of the year, uh, where I introduce... You don't get uh, nervous? A little bit of pressure there? A lot it, of... it is It is more pressure than per usual. I always think live audience speaking is much tougher than television. Yeah. I could do. I could talk in front of 10 million people in the studio. Not, not that we have those ratings for many games anymore. We used to for junior. Well, let's say the Olympic Games or something, yeah. or a World Junior Gold Medal game. Yeah. Um, because you're not, you're just talking to the camera. You're doing what you do all the time. Yeah. But, you know, anytime talking in front of a live audience is a little bit different, especially when it's, you're looking down at Lou Lamarillo and Brian Burke and yeah, like I'm sure Batman you recognize and, like seventy percent of the crowd. Yeah, when you're you're scanning your eyes and it's your bosses there, yeah. Stu Johnson and Mark Millier and like, Tessa with up. Yeah, and all the Hall of Famers are in the front row. And I, I would say maybe a little more anxious because you don't want to screw up. Yeah, it's you a don't big want night to for these guys, and it's the one night a year. I've told you this before, where I use a teleprompter. I don't use it ever, but I use it on this. Is it? Do you struggle with it? Because I struggle because I it. can't see. Oh, and it's right at the back of the room, and oh. so what I like, I realized twenty three, twenty two font. 
two years two years ago, I I couldn't use it, so I just had to like memorize and uh, I kind of winged it the whole night, and I made it through okay. Uh-huh. But uh, so last year I went to see my eye doctor. And she gave me a uh, a contact lens. I think we talked oh, about yeah, this on the pod. Remember, I got it stuck it on my for like three yeah. days. So that was the first time I'd ever used a contact lens. So yesterday morning, did you use it again? Yeah, I had my suit on. I went to her. She put in a contact lens. I went down. I used it for the one day, and then I uh, took the contact lens out, and boom. Who took it out? I got it out last night. She was going to come. She's my neighbor as well. She lives yeah. three doors down. She was going to come to my house at midnight when I got home to take out my contact. That's uh, a how great, good an optometrist. That's a great name. Shout it out to Doctor uh, Rita Louie, who's my uh, optometrist up in uh, Newmarket Aurora. Wonderful person. Anyway, um, where the hell was I talking about? Yeah, so. But the coolest part is all the guys come, you know, backstage. Not necessarily the Hall of Famers, but uh, the people that present the plaques. Okay. So last night, Gretz presents the plaque to Bettman. And there's nobody backstage, really. The teleprompter operator, the producer, me. Uh, and and so you stand in there during the speech for the 10 minutes with, with Gretz. And, and you know him pretty well. I know Gretz pretty well. And he's always in a good mood and, uh, uh, you know, just talked a little bit about his... He's like, uh, I would have never retired if I knew life was like this. I'm running around here. I got to go see the Oilers next week and figure that thing out. Uh, this son's doing this. This son's doing this. This son's doing that. Um, he's very, he seems as busy as ever, Gretz. Yeah. But he's always such an affable guy. So yeah. I always love to see Gretz. And then Scotty Stevens and Scott Niedermeyer are back there. And uh, Geraldine Heaney was back there. Grant Fuhr was back doing Willie O'Ree. So I'm talking golf with Grant Fuhr. It's awesome. Yeah, it was fantastic, fantastic. Time. Now, the word was that Marty uh, Brodeur was incredibly nervous. Yeah, he... Did you did you get that sense? I did not get... Th- I got the sense only during um, my intro when I looked down at him. Like, I try to look at... I try to make eye contact with him sometime during my intro. Yeah. And I thought he was going to puke. Really? And he was the last guy. Oh, that I, I must have been hell like, for him. He's so laid back, it seems like, right? Yeah. Like, I've never really seen him emotional. Yeah. And what happened was he saw his dad in the video that was played. Uh-huh. And as soon as he saw his dad, he started to tear up already. Mm-hmm. And I kind of got the idea he was good. Like, I thought Marty St. Louis, he was pretty emotional as well. Yeah. But I thought he might, you know, Marty's such a... Uh, wears his passion on his sleeve type of guy mm-hmm. but I thought he'd lose it but I, I didn't have Brodeur as the guy who would break down that much but those make that makes it so oh no for sure so so special. but that would have been a tough night for him to have to sit there through all the whole night when you if you're like not comfortable speaking publicly like that and, and especially through you know Jerry yeah. uh, Jerry, Jerry almost set the record <laughs> he may have I didn't get an official time but Messier had the previous record. Yeah. Remember, Messier cried through twenty-five minutes, I believe. They told they tell him they have five minutes. Really, five minutes. So the other part of my day is I host the uh, Hall of Fame Media Awards luncheon earlier in the day, where Joe Bowen, your your buddy, the yep. uh, Holy Mackinac guy, Mac-Holy. much loved uh, Leafs play-by-play guy, was honored, and Larry Brooks, Brooksy, Brooksy, hey, <laughs> Torts was not there, by the way. That's what I'm saying. I'm telling you, Brooksy. Actually, Brooksy had a good line in his speech. He said, uh, "As for John Tortorella." Next question. And then, <laughs> that's, all, that's all he did. So Brooksy was there, and uh, I actually told the story that I tweeted out earlier uh, this year. This is a true story. You know my wife's name is Cheryl Brooks. Yep. And so when, when Cheryl and I are having any sort of heated discussion, and she questions something I say, I say... Well, I guess that's what I'm saying, Brooksy. You get that through your head? You do not. I do every time, and she has no idea, and she just walks away shaking her head because, as we've discussed here before, she she has no idea. She doesn't follow but hockey. That doesn't piss her off, just even the way you say well, it. Well, like, she, she, she'll, at, by, by the eighth time, she's like, why do you say that all the time? I guess that's what I'm it's, saying, Brooksy. It's, it's, it's literally the happiest thing in my life. Uh, I guess I, that's what I'm saying, Brooksy. <laughs> I would laugh after saying that every time, but it's but no, amazing. But no one in my house gets it. I wish it, which Tanya's is last best. name was Brooks, just for that. <laughs> so uh, the point I was making is, I sit at a table with Batman and Daly and uh, Lanny McDonald and yeah. all the bigwigs, um, and Batman and Lanny was like, "So Gary, your speech, um, I understand it's a little long." Because do they have it in prompter? It is in prompter. Oh, really? He, and it, it was uh, it was in a binder. So Gary's got to help help her backstage too. Uh, the speech was in a binder. It was thirty seven pages. <laughs> now, now, not who's a, telling him though? You got to trim it. <laughs> so that's what Lanny was trying to do. But it is the commissioner of the NHL, yeah. and, and so Lanny's trying to be cor- Gary. You know, if you what are you at seven eight minutes? Do you think we could get it? You know, Gary's like. 
Jerry's like, I, f- about 14, Lanny. I think it's about 14. <laughs> I, I can't do the imitations, obviously. He, we, should, we should call O-Dog. Is to, he to, practicing it yeah. at home? That would be amazing. But it was like they were sort of joking, but I could tell Lanny was trying to get the message across that you have to cut down this damn speech. Yeah. And Jerry was having no part of it. Because how <laughs> long does the broadcast go? It goes as long as everybody goes, but they're just told to do five minutes. It's, you know, we're on TSN2. There's no live event coming after. Yeah. Uh, Monday Night Football is on uh, the other thing. So the rest of the TSN. So it just goes. We try to get it in in two hours. And I think we came close last night because everybody else was bang on time. Yeah. But Gary went 25 or 2530 or something wow. like that. And I think, you know what, he just said... Uh, hey, screw you, I'm in the, going to the Hall of Fame. <laughs> I'm on the Hall of Fame, and I'm going to do a, you know, let's talk about my career and talk... And, you know, he made a couple of good jokes. I thought it was okay. Was it, good? it was a little long. Yeah. But he wanted to do a whole state of the game. He wanted to get into his lockouts. He wanted to thank everybody. He wanted to go through all five... Now, I'll give him this. Gary speaks every year uh-huh. and does a speech. So he said, I'm combining my two speeches into one, blah, 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 blah. Oh, okay. But it was fascinating. The other interesting thing at that luncheon... They're not too fond of Rick Westhead. <laughs> oh, the NHL is not. That might have come up a few times. <laughs> no, not, not a big fan of his work. Uh, Rick Westhead, for your listeners, does uh, terrific investigative journalism for us. But a lot of stuff, you know, he got a lot of the NHL emails and such out there uh, in the concussion lawsuit. He reports a lot on that. And um, well, you did uh, ask Gary uh, about that on Friday night. Yes, and he I did. didn't seem too chatty about it. Yeah, that was uh, that was a difficult one, I'll say, because, you know, I've criticized Gary tons, and I will continue to, and everybody who boos him, I get that. Um, I do, I, personally, I don't mind the guy. I think he's he's more likable one-on-one. I do, th- I agree with that. And I respect what he's done business-wise for the game. Yeah. But certainly, all this, you know, not having enough teams in Canada, the lockouts, those are all worthy things to criticize. For sure. You know, defending Arizona for forever and yeah. not putting a team in Quebec City. Yeah. Um, and I'll tell him to his face all of those things. Yeah. And plus the rights thing, I'm not... Oh, that was and, yeah, not, terrible and, and not, decision. And not because of, of giving it to Rogers, uh, no. who, who do good work. I just don't believe in any sport you should give everything to one entity. I, yeah, don't, think they want... I don't think they should have given it all to Bell. No. It, it should be Bell, Rogers, CBC, like the NFL. You want to be on as many outlets as have possible. Have everyone pushing your product. A hundred percent. And you don't want uh, TSN doing Saturday night games, for sure. <laughs> right. Yeah, we didn't want that. We wanted no, Bob and I wanted no part of that Saturday night stuff. But, uh, and, you know, I, I had him, him and I had an hour sort of have it out tete-a-tete, uh, backstage at some event you know a month after the rights thing happened which was got really ugly so but but uh i can't even remember where the hell i was going with this the point is gary's (laughs) he he's okay but he was uh he was uh yeah they weren't happy with request anyway (laughs) i think i started into something else and i completely forgot because i went on too many asides but anyway it was a fascinating day uh at the hockey hall of fame i wore joe bowen socks did you to get bonesy Good into job. the hall of fame i mean uh, he was uh he's the voice uh, the soundtrack of a lot of people's lives in this probably town. your your upbringing right Many yeah ways. i mean for me the person i'm listening to when the least won the cup this year is going to be i'm flipping over to bonesy's call because i expect him to tumble out of the press box he's going to be so excited <laughs> he will be he's he has uh, i used to live in unionville with him yeah and uh, our kids played hockey together one year in the summer uh his garage is like blue and white yeah, he's, he's a, uh, he li- he lives and breathes. And he's he's tired. Him yeah. and O'Dog. Who him or O'Dog? Bigger fan. Uh it's it's shocking that it's actually close because O'Dog is a, a big fan, but a Bonesy. One other thing from Friday night: O'Dog decides to get Bonesy to do. Oh, his, that was to, so good. to do his voicemail. Yeah, and uh, I wish we could get it to 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 play it. Um, you know, maybe I'll get I'll get Stoff to call O O later to get his voicemail so you can hear it, but. Uh, just in case he doesn't, I'll say it right now. Um, he gets Bonesy to go. Here comes O'Dog crossing the line. Oh, he's nailed by Scott Stevens. He's out cold on the ice. But he ever, if he ever comes to, leave a message for him, right? So it was fantastic. Yeah, it was like, great. Bonesy just sold it. And uh, o, o kept screwing up the record button on his voicemail. So it's an hour before the game. Bonesy has to do the game. Yeah. And he makes him do it. Like, like three four, or four different times, times. Yeah. <laughs> and then gets Jim Ralph well, involved, it, in and the then end. he kept going on how it's a million dollar idea. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and then we decided to steal it, and we thought like me and O could do something. Yeah, where you so you your voicemail would be, uh, O dog, uh, where is uh, Joe Blow tonight? Yeah. 
Uh, he's just been completely absent, but maybe, you know, leave a message. What do you think? 20, uh, 20 bucks a head. I think the kids would pay that. <laughs> no, they wouldn't. We'd sell four. We'd make $80. <laughs> you guys could do mine. <laughs> <laughs> the week that was was brought to you by Untuck It. Never a good look when you untuck a long, bulky dress shirt. That's why Untuck It makes shirts specifically designed to be worn untucked. A casual shirt that's not too long, not too short. Untuck It shirts are a go-to for any occasion, from casual to dressy, with more than 50 sizing options. Use the promo code RUBBERBOOTS for 20% off. Your purchase, visit Untuck It at their brand new First Canadian Retail Store in Sherway Gardens or shop online anywhere. Stop hiding your shirt with your pants and your pants with your shirt. Untuckit.com. Promo code RUBBERBOOTS. Lester, theme song. The moment I saw her, I knew it was on. Her eyes danced just as much as her smile. She looked me up and down. Steady every move. And as she drew near enough, she said, She said, I like your shirt. And I said, Thanks, babe. It's an untuck it. Untuck it. Cool, relaxed, comfortable. So good. We miss him, even though he's fired. We still great that he's here, still though in song. Yeah, he probably talks as much as I do through all his stupid themes (laughs) that he has in here. Um, Time to get to Puckpedia. Uh, It's our last funky name edition of Puckpedia. Hart, the uh, guy who runs Puckpedia, and I were talking. We're running out of names. We have one more good one this week. Okay, and we're going to change the segment up completely. Perfect. Next week, I've added another name. I thought three was too easy, so I have four names. Okay, just for you and Stoff this week. Okay. And um, one of the names is fake. One of the names is oh. a, re- a real player on the Puckpedia website. Puckpedia is a place you can find out all the cap so information on. for everybody, agent information, caps for your teams, you name it. It's at puckpedia.com. So there's one fake or one real? One fake. One fake, okay. All right. Are you guys ready? Are you ready, Stuff? You have to pay attention so, this so time. So there uh, there's two names in total, one fake, one real? There's four names. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do the uh, paying attention. Do you, you want to play the Puckpedia theme while we warm up, or do you want to play it at the end? You want to play it now? Well, you can we think about it. Get, all right, we'll play it. At the, we'll play it at the end. All right. So, um, here we go. Number one, Benjamin Finkelstein. Benjamin Finkelstein, a 21-year-old defenseman, seventh-round pick in 2016 of the Florida or the Florida Panthers. Benjamin. Finkelstein. This one's interesting. Yeah. Jim Duffy. Jim Duffy. Duffy. Oh. 19-year-old, sixth-round pick, defenseman, Arizona in 2017. Jim Duffy. Much close to James Duffy. Yeah, if you were a, lot of people uh, a little think bit I'm younger, that, people that think, could be your fake bar name. Yeah. <laughs> Jim Duffy? Yeah. People think it's Duffy anyway. Uh, Garrett Pylon. Garrett oh. Pylon, a 20-year-old center, 2016 round three, Washington Capitals. Garrett okay. Pylon. Could be Pilon, I suppose. That's what I think it is. Is it, though? Because Garrett's not a French name. Uh, Gareth. Hayden Hockey. Hayden, Hayden Hockey. Hockey, 23 years old, goalie drafted sixth round, 2014 by Montreal. Hayden Hockey. Okay. Benjamin Finkelstein, Jim Duffy, Garrett Pylon, Hayden Hockey. Stoff, you want to go first or you want to uh, stew on this while Poppy yeah, guesses? I'm going to go with uh, Benny Finkelstein. You believe that's the fake name? I believe that is the Benny fake Finkelstein. Name. Puffy. I am also going to go with Benny Finkelstein because I don't think there's ever been a Benjamin in professional hockey. Fascinating. Let's do the reveal. Hayden Hockey, H A W K E Y, is a real player, uh, goaltender drafted by Montreal. Yep. Garrett Pylon. Long. <laughs> 20-year-old center is indeed yes. a prospect with the Washington So now we're down to 50, capitals. 50. Benjamin Finkelstein yes. is a 21-year-old defenseman drafted in the seven round. Jim Duffy, my namesake, is a fake name. We win. Wow. You lose. Woo! Wow. I actually thought that... If Duffy would have been my fourth choice, I would have thought he was the most. I know. You see, I tried to make it like... Such an iconic name. Well, you see, Hart wanted to me to use like something from the panel. 
So he wanted me to use Chester McLean, but I, I knew that wouldn't fly. Yeah. Chester McLean, and then he wanted like puffy, <laughs> puffy Cameron or something like that. So, and I was gonna do, I was gonna also work in a Kristoff. Yeah. But then I thought Jim Duffy was the one. I tried to fool you there. He did. Well, and he I did succeeded. a good job. I succeeded. So uh, good old Benjamin Finkelstein. Benjamin, we'll have to be watching time. him, right? Yeah. I hope he makes it. But one of our guys um, from that we were talking about last week, one of the Chaz Redicop. Yeah. He got like he was on the wire. He got moved or oh. traded or something like that. So there you go. Uh, it's Puckpedia.com. Let me tell you about Puckpedia. Stats, contracts, and caps. It's all there for you. One stop shop for your hockey information. It's a new sensation. So log on, log on, log on. If you get the puck, go to Puckpedia.com. Let's get to things that I saw on Twitter brought to you by our friends at the Gansevoort. Freaky pigs, strange chicks, world affairs, polar bears, fake news, nice shoes, big boobs, jack dudes, all of these things and more as I sat on the shitter. Things that I saw on Twitter. I wasn't going to use this because I thought we'd have this guy on the pod at some point, but I was so entertained this morning that I thought, uh, you know what, we have to put this in. There's a, an Ottawa Senators fan named, uh, goes under the Twitter handle Brian5 or 6. Okay. Have you ever seen this guy? No. He's got a beard. He puts all sorts of wacky videos about the Sens. Uh, oh, like nice. when, mostly when it was Carlson. And Carlson would always write him back. Like Carlson would, would respond to no one on Twitter, but would, he loved Carlson. Yeah. And when he traded, he, he like smashed his TV in oh, the backyard. That was, okay, I think I saw That's that it. one. But he's a very, very, very funny dude. Yeah. And he does, uh, he's also the guy who uh, came up with the hot zambacho. Do you know that whole deal? Yeah, I, I don't so, know what it is, but I've heard of it. So that's Thomas Shabbat in, yeah. what do you call it? Uh, uh, <laughs> what's the word I'm looking for, Stoff? When you take you mix the name, up the word. Mix up the names and the, the letters of the name and you put it in the thing. It's called the uh, allegory. Uh, algorithm. I'm going to go with allegory as well. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Look, look it up. I am Googling. Hold it's on. A, yeah. and oh, you, you guys are talking about an anagram. Anagram, of course. I wanted to say acronym. Good thing, an allegory. I don't even know what that is. It's an anagram. Anagram, of course. For Thomas Shabbat. Yeah. Hot Zambacho. Hot Zambacho. And so uh, now all the Sens fans are calling him Hot Zambacho. And good. he wrote a song. He's freaking playing amazing. So Brian Five or Six, uh, uh, he, he does these songs, but he uses like uh, some filter from Snapchat or whatever. And his face is like completely mutated and he does these songs. So uh, I would... Uh, Advise you to go onto my Twitter feed. I, I retweeted the song so you can actually watch the, the video ads to it. But uh, this is a song he did about Bobby Ryan that I, I thought I'd play for you because it amuses me greatly. Bobby, 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 Bobby Ryan. Bobby, 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 Bobby Ryan. Bobby, 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 Bobby Ryan. Bobby, Bobby Ryan. People think he's lost it, but he hasn't lost it. He'll dangle you with speed like the Russian rocket. He doesn't go on Twitter cause it threw off his game And if you wanna fight me, well then I'll do the same He started with the 6 but then he changed it to 9 I guess somebody had it so he said hey that's mine He's just so super handsome that he looks like Leo I wish I could be just like him but I have B.O. <gasps> Bobby 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 Ryan <laughs> Bobby, yeah, Bobby, that's Bobby, uh, Bobby, so. That's Brian five or six who I actually want to have on the pod, but you really need the visual uh, of seeing uh, um, Brian's face as he as he sings this song. And there's a great hot Bacho song that he has just released. Hot Bacho. Uh, hot Bacho the same way. I think I am going to start on the when I do the Sands Regional Broadcast, just calling Thomas Shabbat Hot Bacho. You think I should? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. People in the yeah, no, even though it's only ten percent get it, that's the rule, right? You only want 10% yeah, but then twenty percent will get it later. Yeah, and then you, and then we're all winners, aren't we? All of we? a sudden, a hundred percent of people know what you're talking about. Things that I saw on Twitter brought to you by friends at the Gansevoort. You work too hard. You need a vacation, so be like Jimmy and go to Turks and Caicos. Luxury and class of five star resort. You must book the Gansevoort. A nice villa at the Gansevoort. Come to the About two months away from my visit to the Gansevoort. When are you going? What's the date? Uh, Jan 16 to 21. If you want to book your place, you can have one. It'll be like one of those celebrity cruises. You come to the Gansevoort, I'll be there. Poolside, we'll have a beer together. I think that's James Duffy on the, at the pool deck. <laughs> I think he just did some curls. <laughs> There's still 35% off on You jacked last time, so you're going to have to get that body in shape now. I'm a, a bit of a mess right I now. Gonna have to, I gotta admit. I'm going to wait till after Grey Cup, and then it's going to be a... 
<laughs> See, I've decided now because I had a cold and I used the cold as an excuse yeah. to not work out once. Yeah. I actually went for a workout last week with a trainer. And I, after 50 minutes, I'm like, Dave, I can't do this. Like, I literally, I can't lift the thing. I can't bend. I can't do anything. And Did he get in your face? Uh, he's, no. He, they're paid to do. You know, he tells me I'm soft, but he understands. And then he stretches me for 45 minutes. So it's really good. He's a good stretcher. I honestly think that if I win the lottery, I'm going to pay someone to come over and stretch me out. Oh, it's, it honestly is yeah, like I think it, And as we get older, we need really, that. Oh, I'm it's as valuable as the workout. 100%. Yeah. I I'm also going to have people come over and do other things. <laughs> well, like, what exactly? I'm getting a massage every day for the rest of my life once I win the lottery. Like, every day. With a... No, like the, 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 the legal, on uh, above-the-board massage. <laughs> like, well, every day. But I'm going to have them, like, on call. Right. Like, they're no, they don't touch anyone else. <laughs> Just this guy. Well, I pay him like $50,000 That's what Emilio was for Roddy. Yeah. You're killing me, Mr. Roddy. I've been massaging you for seven hours. I'm almost out of coconut oil. Oh, almost there, Emilio. Just one more lap of the old Roddy body and we'll move on to the macadamia nut butter. So you're going to have a guy like that? Would you, would you rather have a guy or a female? Uh, a lady. I've never had a guy uh, massage before. I don't know that I've... I've only had one or two female massages before. Really? Yeah. And that's no, I don't, I don't mind either way, but I just, uh, yeah, I haven't, I've just always went with a, a lady. Hmm. Hmm. Have you ever had a really attractive masseuse? Uh, I'm sure there's been. I mean, I haven't really thought about it, but has that ever been an issue See, for, for me, you while you've been? No, I've never had that un- uncomfortable <laughs> position of because I'm just so damn relaxed in them. Yeah. I'm not even like, did you fall asleep sometimes? Uh, pretty close, yeah. But then, yeah, I don't want to fall asleep because I want to enjoy. Right. The, but if but I, have I, a, I think you've gotten too soft a massage, though. Like, I have a guy named Murray who's massaged me before, and it it hurts like hell. Like he. No, I've had those for sure. The like, deep tissues. The are deep tissue. Hardcore. They, but they still feel good. Right. It's getting very erotic. Can it you is. drop in a rotty mm, right about now? Mm. <laughs> mm. Let's uh, let's get to Puffy's hypotheticals. The uh, oh. one of the most controversial ones ever, apparently. All right, kid, uh, you promised this one a couple of weeks ago. I'm a little terrified, but go for it. Uh, now, are we going to uh, invite Jeff O'Neill into the conversation? Why would we on this? I think this is, we've talked about this before in passing. He and, hasn't uh, called us. I think that uh, O-Dog could bring an element of uh, to this that we need. Okay, well, let me, why don't we go through it first? Let me let me figure it out, and I will text him and say uh, and see if he is. See if he answers. Okay. See if he is available. Well, the question this week is a lot of you know guys like. Uh, do I need to do a warning? A listenership. This might warning? need a warning. Yeah. All right. Um, the following segment is not suitable for listeners of all ages. Viewer, no, excuse me. Listener discretion is advised. The opinions represented by Sean Puffy Cameron in this segment are not representative of TSN. CTV Bell <laughs> or Bell Media or the Cameron oh, okay. family <laughs> or the Cameron family <laughs> or the Cameron family basically only Puffy yeah this all right go ahead so uh, a lot of you know guys have uh, issues sometimes with their body and body parts <laughs> right and this one in particular I was going to ask uh, how many inches oh god would you add to your penis you can't do I can't for do this the following prices I host the Hockey Hall of Fame I'm going to host the Grey Cup in a week. You, People I need to know you're just a normal guy like everyone else. But people it's my name. Things. It's not. It's it's James it's, Duffy's Rubber Boots podcast. That's true. So people are going to say, "Hey, you're the guy that did the dick thing." Yeah, but you can just say it wasn't you. It was someone else. Do can, do I have to answer? Yeah. So we. All, I'd like all everyone to answer. So sorry. How much? It's just a so, simple. How bigger do you want it? Yeah. Like uh, now, it's there's a a cost per inch in this thing. So and because we all have varying degrees of wealth. We're going to have different prices. <laughs> okay. So for you, you're going to have to pay $100,000 to add an inch. Hey, listen, I know what your wife makes. Why are you assuming <laughs> that I have more money than you? You have considerably more money than me. Stoff and I are going to be $20,000. $20,000 per inch now it can of be length? A length or girth, depending on what you would like or need. 
Um, it can't go in half inches, and uh, you can add as many as you'd like. Can can you pay to remove size? Because <laughs> I mean that's. It's already difficult to get around for me. Or can you get money back? (laughs) Can you sell some of your... That's right. For $100,000, snipper. Take her down an inch. Take the whole... Oh, $100,000, you're going to take it down Yeah, I'll take three inches off and get down to average size. (laughs) Uh, Uh, Also, the work will be flawless. This is not... So you're not going to notice? No, why don't you just make it like it's a fantasy... It, yeah. Like it's a, it's your natural thing. It's not. There's not. A, there's no incisions being made. Or no, there's. Right? It's surgical. Because if that's the case, and you have to be awake for the surgery. I, I have not priced these things out, but yeah. I'm sure I could get it for much less than a hundred grand. What do they do, by the way? Uh, it's not a real thing, is it? Oh yes, but I think I don't think you, they actually add. They don't like take something off a gorilla penis and put it on your penis. I think someone told me that it's. Uh, they like pull it out more. Like, there's a lot of it that's contained within your body. That's not true. Yeah. <laughs> Don't get puffy any ideas. Might pull a muscle. Yeah, that you could put, you know. No, we, that's, that's bull. We could get a doctor on here that does dream analysis. Yes. <laughs> then, and plastic surgery. And it was also Eric Stone Street. <laughs> then I think it's a matter of, are we on camera today? Yeah, probably. Oh. <laughs> that yeah, there's I, like, there's some more in there that you could get out. No, that's, that's so not true. true. We have like 30 feet of intestines Wait. in our body. <laughs> so you think there's just like 15 inches of <laughs> I think there's a coil. There's used? a coil in there. That's just like wrapping around. How has this never been discovered before? <laughs> I don't know. I just think it's a good theory that we should be on tap. It's, it's completely not true. Okay. This is true. You can have surgical work done for $100,000. What are you going to charge, O-Dog? Uh, O-Dog's going to get a $250,000 per inch. <laughs> okay, so uh, I'm going to try and, and call O-Dog, and I'll just put on, him on speakerphone. He's going to love this. Chip O'Neill coming across the middle. He cuts in over okay. the line. He gets leveled by Scott Stevens. He is out. <laughs> well, when he wakes up, he'll try and give you a call back. He'll never be back. <laughs> that was Jim Ralph at the end. Back number, press five. <laughs> Uh, that's hey, call me back. I need you for something. It's uh, it's about the show this Friday night. Uh, one of our segments we're doing. Okay, it's important for the Leafs game. <laughs> and that's the only way he'll call me back. That's great. See, that's a great uh, text. That's a so great there you go. We machine. fit it all together. We got the answering machine in 100%. there because the dog was on the phone. Um, Stoff twenty k twenty k an inch. What would you like? I'm fascinated by how this works. I never <laughs> knew the human body worked that way. Uh, you know what? I'm quite pleased with what I have. However, uh-huh. mm-hmm. if it's $20,000 is the investment per inch, I would probably go heavily in on both the length and the girth and then turn myself into a freak show where I could then recoup the money. Oh, so or you're do some taking sort of like specialty porn. So you're yeah. going to spend 200 grand and take 10 inches? Yeah, sure. <laughs> and four, four in girth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm basically going to have a cube. <laughs> oh, hold on. Here's O-Dog. Uh. Hey, buddy. How are you? You were trying so hard to make Jerry and Bill Daly laugh yesterday at lunch. They did not even budge. <laughs> so the whole entire lunch hour yesterday, O is in my eye line right behind Jerry and Bill Daly. Yeah. And he wants to get out of there, and the luncheon takes about two hours. So he keeps giving me the wrap it up signal when I have no, I have no say in the matter. It was good of you to attend and, su- and support your buddy Bonesy. Uh, we're on the pod. We're taping the pod, just so you know. Yeah, let me put on my surprise face. There's no goddamn reason that lunch should be more than an hour and 15 minutes. I tried to uh, lobby Chuck Caton, the former voice of the Hurricanes, as to why you didn't get a video tribute in Carolina, one of your big pet peeves. He, he, uh, he has no idea. He didn't do it. It's he out did. of control now. It's out of control. To, uh, I like Connor Carrick, but him and Roman Polak got video tribute. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing for Jeff O'Neill. Okay, so Puffy's hypothetical this week is a little bit controversial. He has basically said that you could enlarge your uh, your unit, little Jeffy, uh, for um, well different prices. So for Puffy, it's twenty grand per inch, and you can go longer or wider, so inch of girth or length. Uh, for me, he charged a hundred thousand dollars. For you, with all your NHL money, two hundred and fifty thousand dollars per inch. Uh, would you would you partake in that? I would have a closed-door meeting with my ex-wife and my kids, and I would say there's nothing coming at you at 31 years old, and 
to my ex-wife, there's no more payments because I would empty the tank all in. <laughs> what, what does that mean? A million? Two million? I might need three, Jim. <laughs> like, I'm literally, I'm getting a bag at the bank. Emptying the tank. Puffy, is this retroactive? Can you do you relive your life? Yeah, with this? you're, you're going to start over at uh, 18 years old. Oh, so you start. It's 18 year old Jeff has all of this. So yeah, uh, I would just have a just a bat. <laughs> I'm all in. I would go all in. Thank you, Jeff. <laughs> that's that's the for everyone thinking time. that was a stupid question. <laughs> Obviously, it's not. He, and trust me, if there was like 10 inches of. And O'Neill's and O'Neill's insides. He would have pulled that out long ago. <laughs> he seems to have really thought about it. <laughs> like, this is something that he would legitimately consider. Three million dollars oh. he's in for. This is so the that's one. Good this twelve is, inches. This is the one that ends the pod. No, or no. makes it blow up. <laughs> it's fine. So Stoff is in for a lot. Uh, yes, yeah, Stoff so. wants to be a freak show. I want to do a reduction. Yeah, um, I want to. Pay, I'll pay for a reduction. And Puffy, what what about you? This was your hypothetical. Yeah, I'm, I'm in for about two inches of length. Okay, and one of girth. Two and one. Yeah, two plus one. Yeah. Uh, if I were to answer, I'll go one plus one. Just one plus one. Yeah. Don't yeah. want to be. Uh, don't want to be a circus freak. But uh, everyone can use a, a little hand. <laughs> but I think it would be okay. The retroactive part is kind of important because. You know, at this point, you're you're a one yeah you're a one woman man. I'm sure one, one woman man. Sure my wife would be like, yeah, we'll save the we'll save the cash. <laughs> yeah, or there's no way you're spending it on that. We're or would fine. She? Or would she? Let's call. Let's call her. Let's get Tanya on the line. <laughs> I, I looked up the actual uh, procedure. Right. And yeah. Duffy is not far off. Hello. What? There's yeah. a big coil in there. I'm telling you. It says that uh, it's done by moving skin from the abdomen into the penile shaft. So skin from your. Well, abdomen. that's just that's plastic. You're not at all correct. Okay, but skin. What do they mean by skin? You can't just have skin. You have There's to have adding some... skin to it. But is there a like? Skin is there you already have? I guess. Yeah. But is there some sort of synthetic device underneath the skin? Or like, are we putting a no. piece of plastic down there? No, it's the same way they do like a skin graft. No, but I actually think they push your they push your uh, they push your thing in and pull it out more. <laughs> it, 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 I'm it not kidding. Here, it, it says can, it can cause your erect penis to be unstable. <laughs> What does that even mean? Imagine it's good, how like, angry it's Owen be fall off. when he spends three million. <laughs> and it's unstable. And it's all like, There's no stability to it. It just doesn't cooperate. <laughs> he's just he's going to spend another million on Cialis. But what do they? Does they mean it's like you know, like one of those fire hoses that gets out of control? <laughs> Is that what they mean? It's just shooting in every direction. He would be so angry. Oh dear, Puffy, you've outdone yourself this time. Yeah. Uh, we didn't do an intern this week simply because I haven't had time. Too much Hall of Fame stuff. Too much uh, uh, CFL stuff for Jimmy yeah. for right now. And uh, if he, I, I also I can't even keep track. If, if you're a, if you were a, an intern finalist who I haven't been in contact with yet, please reach out to us on on the Instagram or the or the Twitter rubber. Uh, did pod. you find the the kid that uh, you never sent him a buck and he? Dougie, small. What was the name? Bright eyed Dougie or something like that. <laughs> he, he never, he never got back to us. But you know that that review, yeah, still sits there. Like uh, Apple's so stupid. Yeah. So th- that bright eyed Dougie, I think was bright-eyed his name. Dougie. Like that review just sits on top of the reviews. So if you go on Rubber Boots Pod, it's that one and some other crappy one. There's like a million good reviews, and you get bright eyed Dougie going. Duffy broke my heart. He's such. Pretty messed up. Yeah, pretty messed up is <laughs> what it is. That's the best line. Pretty messed up. <laughs> what's, what's this episode going to be called? Because Christoph always comes oh, up yeah. with a good name. Yo. It's going to be some quote from O. Yeah. <laughs> on I'm going all in or I'm getting a bat. <laughs> okay. Good Lord. Uh, apologies to uh, Stuart Johnson, Mark Millier, uh, George Cope. <laughs> Um, all of our bosses, Ken Volden. Anyone uh, else has been offended? Anyone else offended by this segment? Uh, all three of our wives. Uh, Stoff's kids. <laughs> <laughs> Lester might be happy he missed this one. Yeah. What, what about, let's do a predictor on what Lester would have said. Uh, Lester, I don't know. What he would have said. He would have said, said, this he said nothing. Ridiculous. Just like his said. quote from the Roddy recap this week, he'd be, 
I'm not threatened by anyone sexually. <laughs> uh, that's that's what he would have said. Uh, thanks for listening to the uh, Rubber Boots podcast. Why don't you well, uh, Why don't you weigh in? And uh, you know, Andrew Chan. We started off the top by saying Andrew Chan wants a viewer mail type segment. Yeah. How many so weigh in on Twitter. Uh, to, I'm not going to put out a poll because I probably get in trouble with the bosses for that. Yeah. So listen to the pod. Go on to the uh, Rubber Boots Twitter account mm-hmm. and just weigh in on exactly how much you would spend. What should we do for our listeners? Should we make it cheaper for them? Should we make it the same price as you? We don't know what their income is. Twenty grand. We'll yeah. keep it at twenty grand. Twenty grand. Twenty grand per inch. Twenty grand per inch. Puffy's hypotheticals, all time low or an all time high, depending on how you look at it. We'll see you next week. Uh, I believe Puffy and I will be at the Grey Cup. Coupe de Grey. It'll be the Grey Cup edition. Week uh, tomorrow, which will be at just least. a nightmare for stuff. Wait a second. We're gonna have to do that. Well, do I wait for you? You're not there till. I'm there on. I'm there Wednesday evening. Okay, we'll do a short version of the pod from the Grey Cup on like Thursday or something like that. We'll try to give you a real twenty minuter because this one's been about. I should be done this one by then. Four freaking hours. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week from Calgary. Oh, wait a second, Edmonton. I'm going to Calgary first. We'll see you from Edmonton. Hey, how are you? I got a question that I really want to ask you. Wait. Don't hang up. I need to know, so I'm going to try and push my luck. Are you wearing your rubber boots tonight? Are they purple, yellow, green, blue, black, or white? Are you wearing your rubber boots tonight? And do you like the dunk tank at the fair? I know it's a little strange. My obsession with your choice of footwear in the rain. I know that you're on TV. But I need you to put your boots up on the desk for me Are you wearing your Hawaii boots tonight? Are they purple, yellow, green, blue, black, or white? Are you wearing your Hawaii boots tonight? And do you like the dunk tank? And the fair? This is the part they call the bridge a bridge has water under it With rubber boots you can wade in the water Just don't fall in Don't fall in, don't fall in Are you wearing your rubber boots tonight? Are they purple, yellow, green, blue, black, or white? Are you wearing your rubber boots tonight? And do you like a dunk tank? And a bear? Are you wearing your rubber boots tonight? No, seriously. Are you wearing your rubber boots? Don't hang up. Please. Somebody. Hey? Hey? Anyone?